Perakei Mishni Yotes called Ahava Shehitluya Vidavar Batel Davar Batla Ahava. Any love that depends on a specific cause, on an outside factor, on something extraneous to the actual relationship between the two people, such a love will ultimately fall apart. But any love that is not dependent on anything besides for the love itself between the two individuals, that love is everlasting and that love will have longevity and will be forever. Asks the Mishnah, what are examples of each of these two forms of love? What's an example of love that's dependent upon an outside source? Says the Mishnah, We're all familiar from Sefer Shmuel. Amnon's love was motivated by Tamar's beauty. And as a result of that beauty, which he was so attracted to, ultimately that love, because it was dependent upon an outside factor, her beauty, it slowly, slowly began to fade and to falter. However, what's an example of love that's not dependent upon any outside source, but pure love for the sake of love, says the Mishnah, Zu'avas, David, and the love that David and Yonasan had for each other, the care, the concern, the seriousness of their relationship, and the true love that they have for each other, there's no greater example than David and Yonasan, because even David and Yonasan's souls were so bound up with one another, even though they stood in the way of each other's succession to the throne. None the love, that's such a passionate, true love, because there's nothing getting in the way of it. You know, in the Torah, there are three types of situations where we see Ahava, love. There is love for Hashem, the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. We say it every single day in Shema, at least three times a day. We're forced, we're charged. It's a mitzvah to love HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And that love should not be totally bedavarachah. That love should be pure solely for the sake of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. A second type of love is the mitzvah of Avas Reim, to love your fellow like you love yourself. And then there's a third form of love, Ahavas Gerim. You should love the convert because we too were converts. How are we able to overcome the natural inclination not to love? somebody like we love ourselves, not to love a convert. How do we understand loving a Kaddosh Baruch Because it's not so easy. And this is the question that the Ramban Nachmanides has in the mitzvah of Avas Hashem. How is it feasible? How is it possible? How can we do it? How can we attain the level of loving a Kaddosh Baruch Hu? The Rambam Maimonides gives us two approaches, two examples, one in his Sefer Yara Chazaka and one in Sefer HaMitzos. And in the Yara Chazaka, the Rambam explains, do you know how to love Hashem? The Pasuk tells us, you should love a Kaddosh Baruch Hu with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your financial capacity that you have. How? The next Pasuk says, If you want to love a Kaddish Baruch, the way to love a Kaddish Baruch is to study his Torah, to learn his books. I always say, if you want to understand who a person was, read their writings. Understand the poetry of the poet. You'll get to know the poet. You want to get to know the author, read the author's works. You want to get to know, understand somebody, listen to what they have to say. That's how we get to love Hashem, by reading Hashem's Torah, understanding Hashem's Torah. That's the way that we can love Hashem. But says the Rambam famously, 
in Yad HaChazaka and Yisodei HaTorah, there's a second way. Look at the Bria, look at the world, look beyond ourselves, look at sunrise and sunset, look at the beautiful forest, look at the cosmos, the stars, the moon, the sky, and you'll be able to see and to search and to find Hashem. And as the Rambam writes, it was Avram Avinu who was able to do that. Me, Baal Habir, Avram searched and looked, and he ultimately is referred to as Avram Ohavi, Avraham, who was so, so much in love, infatuated with HaKadosh Baruch and HaKadosh Baruch who loved him in return because of the fact that he searched and he found HaKadosh Baruch Hu. That's who Avram was and that's who we can be. And the Rambam continues and explains that Avram's passion and love of the Kaddish Baruch was so intense because he shared with others. And when you love somebody so much, you want to invite them into your life, into your home, into your tent to share Torah with them. And that's who Avram was and that's what Avram did. And therefore in the realm of Ava Hashem, the way to love a Kaddish Baruch without any intermediary, without any third party, without any extraneous factors, we try to learn Hashem's Torah, to look at the world, to look at our lives, and then we can love Hashem. And the same thing is true in the mitzvah of Ahavas Reim, to love our friend, we have to try to love our friend for who they are and what they're about. And when we see them, we understand them. As tumors of who they are, we could appreciate them and love them. But the Ramban says that's not so easy and it's not so simple. And another approach, according to the Ramban, is to make sure we don't hurt another Jew. Don't to insult somebody else. Because whatever I don't want to happen to me, I shouldn't do to another. And that, the Ramban says, is the passive approach, the negative approach in terms of how to fulfill the mitzvah. And certainly, as this Mishnah says, David and Yonasan cared for each other deeply, both the way the Rambam explains it, positively searching, looking to help and to help each other, but also like the Ramban, they would never want to hurt each other. And the Rambam takes this one step further in the mitzvah of Avas Gerim, loving. A convert asks the Rambam, we already have a mitzvah of Avas Reim. We already have a mitzvah to love our friend. Why should a convert be given an extra special mitzvah? And says the Rambam, the beautiful words, Mosif Ava Alahavaso, to give more love to the convert because the convert needs it. He or she doesn't have family. He or she doesn't have ancestors. They don't have a community necessarily built in their own social network. And therefore we have to go out of our way and beyond our reach to be able to help, to assist, to look out, to invite, to care, and to communicate with the convert as much as we can more and more and more. But let me conclude by sharing with you a powerful comment of none other than the Shev Shmeitzer of Aryeh Leib Heller in his introduction to his classic work, Shev Shmeitzer, who shares with us an even deeper sense of what Abbas Hashem is loving HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And he quotes the famous Pasuk in the end of Parshas Vayera by the Akkad when HaKadosh Baruch Hu tells Avram Avinu, Take your son, your unusual, your unique son, who you love. And then the Shmeitzer notes that in the end of the story of the Akedah, Karash Baruch Hu tells Abraham, I see, says God, how much you have looked out for me. I see how much you've performed. Don't touch this lad, your son Yitzchak. Don't do anything. I see that you really fear me. And you didn't hold back your son, your unique individual son from me. And the Shmeitzer quotes the Ikram who asks, what happened? In the beginning of the Parsha, God spoke to Avram and he told Avram, take your son, your unique son, who you love. And now the end of the story, after Avram Avinu is already prepared to sacrifice his son, the Torah only tells us, you have spared your son, your son, your unique son for many. What happened to Asher Ahavta? 
and listen to what the Ikrim says. The Ikrim says that when you love somebody, you can only love that person uniquely. There's a special love that you have for one, for the individual, for that one person. And as soon as Avram Avinu was able to find the Kaddish Baruch whose love for Hashem was so passionate, was so unbelievable and incredible, that he fell in love with Hashem, Avram Ohavi. But as he had his son Yitzchak at the age of 99, Kaddish Baruch said, yes, is your love for me dissipating? Do you love me and only me, as the Mishnah says, without any intermediary, with nothing else in the way? Let me see how much you love me. Are you willing to sacrifice your son who I just gave you, who ultimately will be your progeny for the Jewish people, for monotheism, for Klali Yisrael, for the world, for mankind, for civilization? Are you willing to pass up on that for me? And the Torah tells us exactly, yes, Avram was willing to do that. And therefore, the Pasuk concludes, the Akedas Bincha Yechidcha, because Avram's Ahava that he originally had for his son Yitzchak was slowly, slowly, and quickly diminished. And no longer is it Asher Ahavta, because his love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu was unique, was dependent, and was so specific to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, no longer does the Pasuk say Asher Ahavta. Originally it was Asher Ahavta, but now that he passed the test, it was no longer Asher Ahavta, because his love for HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Avas Hashem, was so unique, so powerful, and so strong, that the Asherah Hafta title that originally existed for his son is dropped by the wayside and the Ikrim says this is the ultimate level and that's why Avram Avinu is unique as the founder of monotheism, the founder of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, teaching the world who Hashem is and how we should worship HaKadosh Baruch Hu. and that's the unique title that Avram has as Ohavi. So yes, as we learn this Mishnah, we have to contemplate in all of our relationships with Hashem, with our friends, with our family members, with converts. Is it unique? Is it individualized? Is it specific? Are there any intermediaries? Is there anything getting in the way? Our love has to be solely, purely for that person, individually, and for Kaddish Baruch Hu specifically. And that's what the Mikhtav Meliho writes, or Meliho Dessler, in Chelek Aleph, in his Kuntra Saches, said that the word Ahava comes from the word Hav, which means to to give. True love isn't taking, but true love is giving. If I love somebody, I want to give them and I want to share with them and I want to offer more and more. A loving relationship isn't based upon being a recipient, but true love is when I'm a giver. That's what a parent does for a child. That's what a spouse does for another spouse. And of course, that's what friends do for each other. That's what companions do for each other. That's what students are able to provide to their friends. And that's what parents and that's what teachers are able to provide to their students. Let's work on have, on giving, on sharing, on communicating this and making sure we love Hashem, we take care of our friends, our family and your community with true love, have, focused. May it be at the will of HaKadosh Baruch Hu that we continue to follow in this path.